The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. God bless you all for tuning in. Right now, here at Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, we are in the middle of the greatness of the season. We are in prophetic conference and if you guys didn't come out to see it well i gotta tell you you guys are missing out because god is revealing so much of what's going on in the world and what he's doing to us so we're really grateful to be a part of that but regardless of that we're still going to fill you in a little bit about what's going on this really is a miraculous and amazing season that we are in right now and that's why god led pastor chris to call the prophetic conference the greatness of the season we are in because it's about how great this season this time that we're in is and i know it's really easy to get depressed or disheartened looking at the news looking at all the controversy going on and many people would say you know that this is a time of doom and gloom and darkness but when we look at things in the spiritual realm we can see that god is moving in the background where people won't normally see it when they look at things purely according to the ways of the world. So, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit, and we've been discussing that as well at the conference in more detail, but I'm going to fill you guys in a little bit about the kind of things that we've been discussing here at Freedom Fellowship Church, because you see, you look at the world, and the world is in turmoil. I honestly can't think of a time when the political atmosphere was this divisive. You know, where people were just at each other's throats and there was such a divide between the various sides of the political spectrum. But the thing is, is that God has brought in people, you know, from outside the political class, from outside the mainstay areas of politics to shake the system up. And now we see that many people no longer feel loyalty to the established political parties. And that's opening a realm of opportunity for the body of Christ because you see people no longer trust, for example, the Democrats. But on the same side, people no longer trust the Republicans. People are hungry for a change. And we, as the body of Christ, can be that change. But to see, the thing is, is that if we look Something, and if you guys have been listening to this broadcast, something that has been said repeatedly over and over again is that God is raising up people in the body of Christ, nameless, faceless people who will take over and who will influence every sector of society. For too long, you know, the body of Christ has been thinking in terms of full-time ministry, that God's called me to be a pastor, God's called me to be a minister, and those things are good, but that's not the only calling that God has for people. Many people, God has called to the business sector, to the financial sector, to the media, to politics. And it's important that if God is calling somebody to work in the media, if God is calling somebody to work in the business sector, we don't think less of them. You know, somebody who is a pastor is not greater than a Christian who is a businessman if they're both going according to the calling that God has for them, okay? So one is not greater than the other. Everyone has a unique calling, and it's important that we don't think of other callings as less 
than other callings. Amen? So the important thing is that we're receptive to what God is calling us to do. So, as we've been saying here, and what God has been saying repeatedly over the years is that he's raising up people in every sector of society, in education, in business, in media, in politics, in journalism, in science, in technology. Because the body of Christ, years ago, whether we want to admit it or not, we lost the culture war. We gave up. The body of Christ, if you look at the current state, does not have a dominant presence in the media, does not have a dominant presence in politics, is not a dominant presence in science and technology. We left those fields and allowed the world to take over those areas. We see now God had to, in many cases, wait for a new generation, but he's also giving opportunity to the current generation. But he is opening the doors for the body of Christ to go forth and establish his kingdom in those areas, in those sectors of society. And so it's really important that we don't waste this opportunity. And I'm very serious because God is opening those doors. If you look, for example, if you look at Hollywood, I was just reading an article a little bit ago, the Hollywood box office this past summer, which is supposed to be a huge revenue stream for them, they had the lowest box office sales this summer in a decade. So in 10 years, they haven't had box office sales this bad, which is really crazy considering, you know, the amount of big budget uh, productions that they had. Um, I remember they had the Wonder Woman movie. They had the Spider-Man movie. They had a couple ones. Um, they had the Transformers movie, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. They didn't pull in enough money. And now they're hoping to try and catch up this Christmas because it was the worst one in a decade. You look at the Video Music Awards. The Video Music Awards had a 50% drop in ratings. They had the lowest ratings they've had since the inception of the Video Music Awards because people aren't watching. People have grown tired of the elite class that has been in Hollywood and television for so long. Last year, the VMAs, they had a total, I think, of 11.5 million viewers. And this year, that dropped down to 5.5 million. That's a huge audience drop. That's a huge audience drop. But it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, many people have grown tired, for example, of the political climate. Many people have grown tired of the Hollywood agenda, because, you know, I believe that people don't like their entertainment politicized, if you will. Um, so people have grown tired of it. And it's the same in nearly every sector of society. And all the media, public distrust of the media is at an all-time high. You look at comic books, of all things. Comic books are selling dismal numbers. And I'm talking like, if you look at the numbers, I'm talking like large companies, Marvel, and this has been going on for a couple of years where, of course, the sales have been decreasing over the years because people have been moving towards digital media. But at the same time, even digital sales are terrible. And what I mean to say, you know, Marvel has done a ton of, and they've tried, you know, they create a new series, new comic series, and, you know, the first issue sells. And then after that, it just drops off. And so they restart and they make a new series and they can't keep an audience and I'm talking like like dismal numbers. I mean, they're, they're selling like 10,000 copies nationally 
Like, this is how bad these comic books are selling. You know, the first issue of their flagship will sell less than 20,000 copies, or around 20,000 copies. For a national and international chain, that is terrible. Absolutely terrible. And it's because, you know, they've repeatedly politicized their entertainment, repeatedly politicized their product. And if you look also, you know, you look at Hollywood, television, even news corporations, they've become so comfortable in their established medium, in their, their state of dominance, that when people complain, when customers complain, they don't hear them out, but they actually talk down to them. And they say, no, you're wrong. Uh, you're stupid. Or they'll even call them worse things. They'll accuse them of racism or sexism just because they don't like the way the story is written or just because of this or that. But it's a thing where in all these sectors, and I'm referring specifically right now to the media, where the established people have become so prideful in their area of dominance that they can't see outside of what's around them. And so because of this, if you look in every area, sales are plummeting in all of these media sectors because people have grown tired of being talked down to. And these aren't even like Christian issues. This is just, I'm, I'm speaking in terms of trends here where people are reacting, but it's creating an opportunity and it's an opportunity that god has been talking about has been coming which is that i believe we are witnessing in this moment a cultural revolution and when you read the history books when you read the history books you read about you know some dramatic change that has happened and you know usually in history books you just read about you know moments the revolutionary war the shot heard around the world but it's never just you know a single moment these things, in reality, build over years and years and years until they bubble over. And I think right now, honestly, we're starting to see these things bubble over, which is where we come in. Because you see, like we said, God is raising up people in every sector of society. And so the time is here for the Christian comic artists to start making comics. The time is here for Christian filmmakers to start making films. The time is here for Christian television writers to start making television episodes. The time is here for Christian politicians to start coming out and running for office. And it's important that if God is calling you to one of these sectors, you need to do it. It's so important that we allow God to lead us. So we can look at these things and try and act according to our own knowledge, according to what we know. But it's the Holy Spirit that's going to give us the divine knowledge and the divine understanding. Because right now, there is a vacuum being created in the political sector, in the entertainment sector, in the news sector, and I believe also in the education sector. Um, you see what's happening in a lot of university, all these protests, and a lot of students are starting to speak out. And I think, honestly, there's a vacuum being created in the education sector as well, where the door is opening up for universities founded on Christian principles, teaching them values, and none of the extreme ideology that we're seeing now, because it's been bubbling over for years. And so we can try to take credit for this, but we haven't done any of this. We haven't brought about this opportunity, but God is opening the door for us. And I'm reminded of Revelation because really it's the established people that have brought this about of their own folly, of their own pride. 
I'm reminded of Revelation 22, verse 11. It says, let the ones who do wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. So that's our job right now. You see, because when it comes down to it, God is in control. So those who do vile things, those who do wrong and wicked things, allow them to continue to do their own thing until they destroy themselves. If we focus on being righteous and adhering to the calling that God has given us, he's going to pave the way and open the door for us. And so that's part of why the season is so excited because, and I'm serious, if you look at the trends, if you look at the numbers, all of these major established sectors, they're hurting because there's been such a backlash and it's partly because of the political ideology and it has a lot to do with the political atmosphere, how divisive the political atmosphere has become. But it's also because many people have been praying for this nation. Many people, they look at America and like, oh, America's doomed to fall, doomed to fail. But that's not really the will of God, is it? I mean, God doesn't desire to punish the wicked. He doesn't take pleasure in punishing the wicked. Every lost soul breaks the heart of God because that means it's a soul that he'll never it's somebody that he'll never be able to save because they chose to turn away from him. That's a sad thing. That's, that's a disheartening thing. God desires that all men would be saved and to come to the knowledge of the goodness of Jesus Christ. And so we can't get into this mindset of, oh, America is doomed to fail. America is on a downward spiral. That's why we have to pray and intercede on behalf of America. And I believe that nameless, faceless people have been praying. And that's why you're going to see Christian people rise up in each and every one of these sectors. In the politics, in entertainment, and in science and technology. I've been listening to a couple academics. And it's really interesting because these are not Christian people, but they've been racking their minds trying to understand how the state of the current world came to be. And what I mean to say is the, the post, how the postmodern ideology has come so far, which has led to the redefining of terms, of gender, which has led to the redefining of all these different things and has led to extremism on all sides. And they're trying to understand because they're like, you know, a democratic society like america it's supposed to remain just but why have people spiraled out of control and these this is a couple different people that i'm listening to and they all came to the same conclusion which i found really fascinating and it's that christianity and the bible are the moral center of western civilization that's the conclusion that they came to. And these are not Christians. And what they said is that when people ripped God away from culture, they ripped the foundation of our moral structure. And it's really fascinating because basically what they realize is that the moral structure of our society had been ripped out and no suitable replacement had been put in its place. And I just thought that to hear an academic who isn't a Christian, who doesn't believe in the Bible, 
come to such a conclusion was really fascinating to me. Um, however, because of this, there is a resurgence and a growing interest in the Bible, in Christianity and its merits, because people are searching. People are trying to find their moral center, and there is no greater replacement than God. You can't replace God. They're going to try. They're going to search. They're going to try and find something to replace God, but he is the ultimate good. Jesus is the savior of mankind. And again, this is where the body of Christ comes in. We have to show them the goodness of God. We have to show them the love of Christ. And that's where our nation, the United States of America, will begin to flourish and prosper like it never has. And I believe that the body of Christ is beginning to unite, beginning to pray, beginning to work together to bring about God's will here on earth as it is in heaven. And that's a remarkable thing. And that's what we have to do. So our job is to listen to God and hear the calling that he has on our lives and do it. If he's calling you to do something and you've been putting it off and you've been hesitant, just say, you know what, God, I'm not going to drag my feet anymore, but I'm going to jump in and I'm going to listen to what you are telling me to do. And if everyone does that, everything's going to fall into place. Because as the Bible says, God has called some people to be evangelists, some people to be teachers, some people to be pastors, apostles, prophets. Everyone has a calling on their life. And that's why we shouldn't, you know, grow jealous of one another. That's why we shouldn't covet somebody else's position. Because no position in terms of the value that we have to the kingdom of God, if we're each individually in the perfect will of God, we are not greater than the other. We are all measured by our faith and obedience. What is something that Pastor Chris always says? Our language is love and our currency is faith and obedience to Jesus Christ. So by every measure of faith that you have, that's how much God can trust you with. So whatever task he's given you right now, no matter how big or how small, we need to listen and do it. And as the scriptures say, he who can be trusted with little will be trusted with much. So these are truly exciting times that we're living in, brothers and sisters. Truly exciting times. And that's part of, you know, the greatness of the season that we're in, because if we listen to God, and we go forth, we will bring about cultural revolution and cultural revival that this nation has never seen before. And I, I mean that. I'm completely serious when I say that. All the pieces are coming in place for God to just wipe away the darkness, the principalities that have established themselves in the different sectors of society. I mean, and it's happening, you know, in all of these sectors, even recently in the sports, there's just so much controversy that the different sports organizations, they're hurting. And not just the sports organizations, but the media organizations that cover them. But again, this is an opportunity for us. And I'm just going to leave you with this, I guess, this last little factoid before I go. But I was reading this study that was done and it was studying the young generation that's coming up, the ones that are just getting ready to go into college, to enter the workforce. And I just thought this was a really interesting study, but it says, and the they're referring to this generation, this young generation that's coming up as Generation Z, Gen Z. 
the ones that would follow after the millennials. And we know that the millennials, many millennials, actually a good majority of millennials, have ran away from the church. But if you look at Gen Z, they did a study on their political affiliations, how they feel about religion, how they feel about all these different things. And they found that Generation Z is one of the most conservative generations in this past lifetime. But many of them go to church more often than millennials. Many of them, and this isn't just, I'm not referring to conservative and just um, as far as political affiliations go, but fiscally conservative, socially conservative. Gen Z is in higher numbers. They are not dating in high school. They are not having sex before marriage as often as the millennials did. They aren't doing drugs as much. They aren't going out and partying and drinking alcohol as much. They don't like tattoos. And these are just a couple of the things. It's like the younger generation that's coming up. They're growing up and outright rejecting the sexually liberated, the liberal ideology that has been pushed on them since they were born. And I just thought that that was really interesting. And again, this isn't to say that they're vast majority Christian, but it means that as Christians, we have an opportunity here because if you look, there is a major pushback against the established cultural dominance. Like I said, the Christians lost the culture war. We, we stepped away from the media. We stepped away from the news. We stepped away from politics and left it to the world. So now a large majority of the populace, they are rejecting those who have dominated the culture for so long which means they're searching for something. They're searching for an answer. They, they don't like the answers they've been getting elsewhere, which is where we need to step in. We need to be a light. In the midst of all the political turmoil, in the midst of all of the media hysteria, we need to be a light because there's people that are searching for an answer and they're, they're going away from what the established media, what the established hierarchy is telling them. And if we don't step in, then something else is going to fill the void, which is why it's so important. This is an opportunity that God has given us as the body of Christ, that God has given our generation to step in and be a part of this cultural revival. And it's starting here in the U.S. And if I know we have a couple people overseas that listen in on this podcast, but God is also calling you to be an instrument of cultural change in your generation, in those that are surrounding you. Because yes, yes, it's happening here in the U.S., but it's also happening overseas. And you can be a part of it overseas if you listen to God and if you submit yourself to his will in your life and be a light to those around you. So with that said, we truly are living in a great season. The greatness of this season is one that I think that people will talk about. For generations to come, if we listen to God, if we obey him, if we be that light, people talk about the Great Awakening in the U.S. as talk about the revival that happened during the Great Awakening and all these people coming to know Jesus. This can be another Great Awakening, but it can be the greatest awakening. You know, it doesn't have to stop. It doesn't have to be something that dwindles out, but it can be something that can transform this nation and the world for Christ.
So I'm about out of time for today, but I want to thank all of you for tuning in. Don't forget to visit our website, www.sogmi.org. Again, that's www.sogmi.org. There, you can give us a monthly or one-time gift to support this radio ministry, as well as the expansion of our other areas of ministry. We are going to be going back to the Philippines this winter, as many pastors in the area have been pleading and have been asking and asking us to return and hold another prophetic conference and another training and healing crusade there in the Philippines. So we will be returning to the Philippines this December. We are also in the process of expanding our radio ministry as well as our website. We're looking to start holding online courses and online trainings for ministers and believers because we believe that making disciples and preparing the body of Christ is of the utmost importance, especially in this season, because we are going to create people who can become leaders. You know, we're empowering leaders to transform the nations. So if you want to support us in those endeavors, you can go to our website, www.sogmi.org, and hit the donate button. You're under no obligation to give. So again, I want to thank all of you for tuning in this week to the prophetic voice of our time. We are going to transform this nation and all of the nations of the earth. So until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.